You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Well, the long-awaited arrival. We're back. Finally. It's been what, Kevin? Two months now? Maybe a month? Oh, wow. I feel like a whole year. Like years. Yeah. And a lot has happened, but I'm more than happy to be back. Kevin can't even talk right now. He's smiling so big. He's so yeah. happy to be back. I mean, there's so much to talk about. I think we should just, you know, tap into football first because, I mean, that's where we made it. That's where everyone kind of found out who House of Sparky crew was. Yeah, get a little update on everything that happened with the football team at the end of the season and with their actually phenomenal recruiting class this year. Uh, people were really pleased with how. Herm Edwards uh, recruited this year, and yeah, it's really exciting. You don't sound very excited, Kevin. I mean, this is a big deal. I think we were ranked 24th in the nation in recruits, and I mean, that's our highest ranking in, the, in a long time. We have our highest running back ranking in Daniel Nagata. That's his, That's the highest ranking we've had since, since heck, I can't even remember. Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing is that Herm Edwards got Jaden Daniels' weapons. Which he needed. He got serious, serious weapons. He got him a great running back to replace Eno Benjamin. Great, great wide receiver. Because uh, I use him to leave. And things are looking up for sure. Things are looking way up. I think the most important thing about all this is that we cleaned out the California recruiting class. And that's usually Oregon and USC. And we finished fourth in the Pac 12 in uh, recruiting, right behind Oregon and Stanford. And Washington, who are, you know, they've been powerhouses. But the fact that we got more California recruits than almost anyone in the Pac-12, that's that's not like us. I mean, you look at it, we have four-star running back in Daniel Nagata, California. Jordan Banks, a four-star linebacker, California. I mean, it, the list just goes down and on. Caleb McCollin, you know, he's the inside linebacker from Oxnard, California. These are all California, and those are just the four-stars I named. I mean, there's a plenty of three-stars and stuff. Of course, you can't forget about Johnny Wilson. From my alma mater high school, you know, the four-star wide receiver. I mean, I don't know how Jaden Daniels is going to not find someone open every single time with these people coming in. According to ESPN, I mean, eight of our top ten recruits this year are from California. And that has to really hurt UCLA and USC. And even um, Oregon. I mean, they've been coming yeah. into California taking whatever they want. But, I mean, Johnny Wilson was signed his letter of intent to Oregon, and he ended up decommitting and signed it with, ASU, which is huge. I mean, would you have thought, Kevin, that we would be taking crudes from Oregon? No. Not not in my lifetime, at least. Mm -mm. Not in my lifetime at this school, yeah. to say the least. I mean, I've been here. I'm a sophomore now. I've been here for two years, and we're stealing recruits from Oregon. Yeah, I mean, it was just... when I, I was back home when all the signings were going on, and I was just shocked that the amount of California kids ASU was able to get. Because everyone knows California is a great state for high school football. They great great players uh and to get that many players from california just shows how how much we're on the up as a program and yeah kevin do you see us you know being ranked in the top 25 to start next year with all these recruits and you know a returning quarterback coming off a big bull win i mean jane Daniels' first season went eight and five so. i could say at the highest we'd be 20 to 25 range 
I'm not sure who put us in just because, I mean, we're still a really young team. We were really young last year, uh, and obviously we're going to be really young next year because we got these great recruits. But hopefully we'll be top 25 to start the year. If not, I think we'll get in there eventually. Yeah, I mean, we were we were smelling top 25 all year last year. And like there were times where we just flat out choked it away, some awful losses. that well, That's two years in a row now. Yeah. Um, and choked away top 25s. Yeah, I mean, you look at this, like, these are the craziest recruits we've had in so long. And I'm just reiterating that because, I mean, our last class, we were just interviewing DJ Foster. And he was, you know, from Saguaro High School, like locally here at Arizona. Broke all these records, had 500 yards rushing in one game, 10 touchdowns in a different game. I mean, and we got a recruit higher than him at the, uh, at the running back position. Yeah, and the thing is, most of the guys at Arizona State who are historically good football players at ASU, they come from Arizona. And to find, to now expanding the range of recruiting to California and getting those California guys, I can't, it's hard to put into words how important it is that we got all these guys. I mean, I'm from California myself. I don't know if you knew that, Kevin, but that's actually I where I that. resided. Yeah. And so now, like, I'm looking at all these, I've seen my, like, high school play these guys. I've seen them tear it up. Like, granted, they're a year younger than me, some too, but... I've still seen them, you know, if you're a four-star, chances are you're playing on the varsity level back then. And it's just crazy to think that now these guys, I'm not going to have to root against them. I'm going to be able to root for them. And, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited for the football season. Before we get into basketball, though, Kevin, what do you think? What's what's your, you know, what's your prediction for our record next year? Football? Yeah. So I'm going to predict that we go to a bowl game. So I'll say we have 13 games, and I'll say we'll go – Nine and four, but nine and three in the regular season. Oh, so you're so saying we lose the bowl game? I think we lose the bowl game. Wow, you know we're yeah. our, we're we have uh we're one game under five hundred for bowl wins. Yeah. But nine and three, I think is solid regular season, really solid actually. That should be top twenty five depending on who we play and how we play them. Uh, but yeah, should be exciting next year for sure. So what's our Pac twelve finish then? You'd say if you're estimating at nine and three, you got a second or first in the Pac twelve. Uh, in the in our division, the Pac-12, hopefully first, so we can maybe get into that Pac-12 championship. But I'm still thinking second. There's too many good teams in our division right now. Uh, yeah, second probably. See, I like I like the nine and four, Kevin. I really do because I think that's where we're gonna end up. But I think we win our bowl game. You know, there's gonna be some games we lose, and we're still a very young team. There's 42 different freshmen that saw playing time last year. 42, Kevin. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know, but Utah, there's they're gonna be good next year still. They're still gonna be really good. The SC, quarterback's gone. There's just SC, I think everyone in the Pac twelve is old and getting older. You know, in ASU it seems as if it's just getting younger. And I know that's not supposed to happen in college football, but it's gotten to a point now where our quarterback's a sophomore and he's one of the most experienced people on our team. Our running backs are all freshmen. We don't have Eno, old faithful, you know, anymore. But we have these amazing like running back recruits. We're gonna be able to run a two headed running back attack, and, I mean, some of the best receivers in the nation. Ocho Cinco's son, have we not touched on him yet? That's true. I mean, Chad Johnson Jr., I guess Jr. Jr., if you really think about it, but. Well, just to play devil's advocate here, I mean, you're saying that having a sophomore starting quarterback being the leader of your team is a good thing. A lot of people would say that's a bad thing because there's not a lot of leadership there. I mean, I'm not saying that Jaden Daniels is not a great leader. I think he is a great leader. But it's hard to lead a team as a sophomore, especially a football team, a team that size. Of course, of course. But you look at, like, 
you know, you look at the quote-unquote sophomore, for those of you who can't see, I'm doing air quotes here, sophomore in, like, the professional league. I mean, Mahomes was a sophomore last year, and he got all the way to the playoffs. You know, if D4 is not lined up so- offsides, maybe has his first ring before the one that he just yeah, got. Yeah, probably not, but... I mean, there's um, a lot of things to look into it. I think that the poise and the maturity we saw from Jaden Daniels last year as a freshman, I do not see him regressing, just because continually he continued to get better as the season went on so i can't see him taking a step back with a no, whole year of no. off he's not gonna take a step back that's for sure i'm just saying it's, there will be some learning curves to the team oh there uh, always will be with any team there is they're gonna be young they're definitely gonna have some egos come into the locker room so i mean it'll just be it'll be fun to see though it'll be really fun to see i think we're gonna be good there's gonna be a show in tempe mm-hmm. next fall and i think anyone around the pac-12 and really anyone who co- follows college football knows it because it's not every day you see Arizona State ranked in the top 25 of recruiting and ladies and gentlemen hold on to your hats and hold on to your keys because you're going to need them for next yep. year because it's happening start shaking them. you know you it's start happening shaking them now. now to be honest because because people are getting ready already I mean the recruits are coming in they're playing spring football uh, it'll be it'll be crazy in the fall a lot of this going on a lot of this on that note with the key jingle and everything you know what? I mean, we always say this just because, you know, we're huge Arizona State fans, but things are looking up again in basketball, baby. Yeah, we're hot. We're hot. We haven't given the round of applause in a while, but big shout-out to men's basketball because, I mean, they've won their last three in a row, and, you know, they maybe have one loss in their last, what, six Five games? Five the last six. Yeah. Yeah. And that includes a huge comfort-behind win. What was it, 22 points we were down? Yeah, to, down 22 early. To the boys down south in Tucson, who we don't really talk about, but I mean that's a ranked team. They try to come into Arizona State. You know they try to come into the come into the bank. Yeah, you don't come into the bank. Yeah, you better pray that you had a twenty-three point lead, maybe, or twenty-four. We probably wouldn't have come back from that, but you know Arizona State found themselves down huge, ended up coming back and winning sixty-six, sixty-five, and yeah, we took down a top twenty-five team. Yeah, talking about some leaders. I mean, they're great leaders on that basketball team. Remy Martin's a really good leader. Rob Edwards is a great leader. Uh, Ramella White, starting center, he's a really good leader. Um, for a lot of these young guys, too, they're really really nice to look up to these guys. Uh, but, yeah, it's been a pretty inconsistent season, but right now it's looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you look. we have some, like, just losses. I don't even know how we lost. Like, I look at these, and I'm just like, come on, boys. Like, that's not us. At Washington State was a game we should have won. I get it. We were tired. We just came off a... Very emotional win against a rival, but losing that game 67-65, I think if we win that, that's six straight. We probably find ourselves in the top 25 right about down. now. That was a letdown game yeah. right there. I mean, but, but, yeah, I mean, things are – it didn't start well. The season did not start well, that's for sure. Uh, we played in a lot of close games in the beginning of the year. I mean, but we losing – to, losing to Colorado the first game of the year, a Pac-12 game. That doesn't help at all. And I get it. It was in China, right? Yeah, China, it was in China. So. It's kind of an unfair yeah. start to a season. I didn't see anyone else going yeah. overseas with a in-division team. But, you know, that's just ASU, us against everyone. The thing, ASU right now is they, they play up and down to their competition. I mean, if you look at their schedule, they uh, only lose to Virginia by three. And then the next game, they only beat Princeton by two. And it's just UVA and Virginia are on completely different levels. And if you're playing them around the same, then it's just – it's not a recipe to win. That's yeah. the thing. And, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it shows uh, what we were just talking about. We beat our biggest rival, arguably, in, like, any sport, a ranked rival in that, in the Wildcats. We beat them. 
And then our next game, we lose to Washington State, who has just been like worse than us this year. I mean, Washington State finds himself at five and six in the conference, fourteen and ten overall, and we lose to that team. Really? Like, come on, boys. But I mean, there's nothing bad we can say now. Beating Washington in Washington, that was a huge one. I did not mm-hmm. think we had that. Great bounce back after losing to Washington State. And then we came here and handed it to UCLA. Yeah, we that, really was, that was a huge win. That was a, that showed that, that we're back. I mean, at home, we're a really tough team to beat. Because uh, the, the student section does come out for most of these games. I think that game was on like a Thursday or Friday night, so it was pretty easy for students to get to. Uh, and they really feed off that energy. They really do. The coach, Bobby Hurley, really feeds off the student section's energy. And then I think the players are able to feed off Hurley's energy. I mean, and you don't want to see what be- what comes from behind that curtain if you're opposing free no. throw shooter because, I mean, some of the stuff I know is coming because I can see it from behind, but I can't even keep a yeah. straight face. So it's, much it's less foul. shooting, it's high pressure. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just another advantage you have coming to the bank, baby. Mm-hmm. Playing in the bank. But, yeah, I mean, we just beat USC too. So, I mean, USC kind of beating you guys in everything. I don't want to take shots at another team, but, I mean, what do they really have right now? I mean, we're – Beat them in basketball. We hired them in the recruiting. Just everything's coming up for ASU right now, and as you can tell, we're very excited about it. ASU right now is beating the California teams or the Southern California teams and everything right now, which is a great sign because for years it's been the opposite. For years we've been the little brothers to USC and UCLA, and now we're kind of becoming the big brothers now. We're getting all our football players. We're beating them in basketball. It's just a nice uh, change of pace out here in the Valley. And with that note, I mean, you see Michael Crow is starting to you know, schedule some games with bigger teams. I mean, granted, let's take a step back to football for a second, but in the near future, we're going to start playing Michigan again. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. I mean, they're scheduling games with us because it's a good challenge game, and they know that it's a quality win if they get us, and if not, like, it's, it's going to be a hard loss because we're going to be one of the best teams in the nation if you look top to bottom in really any sport. Yeah, I mean, it's really – it's really exciting times here in Tempe, especially for the football and basketball teams. I mean, they're the two biggest teams on campus, I would say. Uh, and, yeah, they're, they're both looking really good right now. Basketball kind of has this two-headed monster going on with Remy Martin and Ramella White. I mean, you look at the points-per-game like leader. Kobe and Shaq. Exactly. You look at the points-per-game leader, it's Remy Martin at 19.3. And you go into the rebounds, Ramella White at 9.4. Then, Kevin, guess who's at assists? Uh, Remy. Yeah, Remy Martin at four assists. You go to steals, Remy Martin at 1.7 steals. And you go to blocks. Uh, White. Ramelo White at 1.3. I mean, you look at all, like, the five major things within each, like, team's success. It's dominated by those two guys. So we have to give, you know what? We haven't given our annual round of applause. That's our round of applause we always give out. Uh, One thing I would like to see, but I understand just because Arizona State's kind of been guard you of late. We have a lot of guards and forwards. I mean, just mostly guards if you look at the roster. But I really would like to see uh, Jalen House step up a little bit. Granted, he hasn't had that much playing time, uh, but he's going to be a special player one day. And I think that just Remy's going to continually show him how to lead this team, how to you know control the crowd, put the team on his back a little bit. And next year, I mean, Jalen House is going to come to play. Yeah, I mean, you got there's three really good guards in front of Jalen House right now. And it's not his fault. Like, they're really good. Remy, Alonzo Verge, and Rob Edwards, they're all really good players, and it just wouldn't make sense to put in Jalen House instead of them. Uh, I mean, he's only playing 18 minutes a game right now, but he's playing pretty efficiently. So he's showing signs of being good. 
Yeah. And next year he'll play much more and he'll be good. I mean, one thing, I mean, I guess his stat that we can kind of get the biggest, you know, like, okay, this is the type of guy we're getting would be his, like, his free throw shooting. I mean, he leads the team in free throw percentage at 78%. And that's a freshman. So obviously he's rattled big games. Like, he's coming in, he's having to knock down some free throws. But I mean, I love to see that. I love to see he can still be poised at the line because all these stats that he's recording right now can really go nowhere except up with a player of his caliber and the role that he's been given just as a freshman. Yeah, and also he he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. I mean, he only has 25 turnovers the whole entire season, which is a pretty impressive stat. 25 turnovers to 32 steals uh, to 29 assists. I mean, that's that's not that's not bad to see for a freshman that doesn't play that often that people say he looks rattled out there. I really don't think he does look rattled because, I mean, you can just tell by the turnover to assist ratio. Uh, it's a pretty good ratio. I mean, I actually – a lot of people have been saying Remy, Remy, Remy. Do not get me wrong. We would not be the team we are without Remy Martin. But I just want a little bit more appreciation for Romello. I mean, he's averaging over 10 points, nearly 10 rebounds at 9.4. He gets the assists every game, 1.5 steals a game, you know, like, and only 1.1 turnovers? That's a little, that's a little ridiculous. He averages, excuse me, 1.3 blocks, not steals. I misspoke earlier. Well, a half steal, though, still. That's still, yeah, half a steal is pretty incredible. But the best part is, Kevin, he's shooting 61%. Yeah, he's solid. He gets around the rim. He's a go-bear, you know? Yeah. And he gets around the rim. He doesn't take any stupid shots. He gets his layups. He gets his dunks. Uh, he knows his game. Hard guy to you move. Hard, like You do yeah. not want to try to back him down because chances are you're not going anywhere. Yeah. He doesn't take any threes. He's not He's not trying to play outside of his box, which is good. A good thing, you know. I One of the most frustrating things for fans is when players try to do too much, but Romello White knows his personality, knows what will what he can do to make the team better. What do you see this for this team going in the future? You know, we kind of touched on a football prediction. You're a big basketball guy. You know, you've been following college basketball for, I mean, it's all you talk about back home. So what do you think, how, how far do you think this team is going to go? Uh, this year or just in general? Well, this I year, mean, you know, we'll just go with this year at first. Uh, well, it depends, like, who stays and who goes, you know. So this year, I think we'll, we're not going to make the tournament, I don't think, this year, unfortunately. I think we'll have to make a pretty good run at the end of the year and make a pretty serious run in the Pac-12 tournament in order to make the NCAA tournament. Uh, but next year, I mean, if everyone stays, I'm assuming Remy's not going anywhere or Kamani or uh, – yeah, but I think uh, Rob Edwards is a senior, if I'm not mistaken, so he'll be a big loss. But then again, Jalen House can just step into that role and fulfill that role. Uh, I don't think we're going to get any worse next year, that's for sure. If anything, we're going to get better. Um, so, yeah, everything is looking good right now. Yeah, I mean, I have to, you know, I'm always kind of the good guy here on Arizona State Sports. I do think we're going to make the tournament. I mean, winning five of our last six is pretty impressive in any sort of thing college basketball. And as long as Remy keeps going on the tear he's been going on, we're going to be fine. You know, I could see us going in as like an 11 or seed, you know, maybe a play to get in, one of those just like last year, but... I don't think we're going to come up short again. I, I can't see us, you know, regressing, like, from last year. But big game tonight, and thank the heavens it's finally not on Pac-12 Network. You guys can watch oh. Arizona State take on Stanford tonight on ESPN2. You know, Vegas has Stanford as a two-and-a-half-point favorite over us. Wrong. They're wrong. They're I wrong. Mean, I mean, they gave them the three-point, you know, home field advance, so I guess you could kind of say that we're a .5 favorite, you know, 
for all you sports betters out there, I'd, I'd pound it, honestly. I'd pound it, too. I mean, I, I'm not a huge sports better, but if I were a sports better and I saw this line, I would take ASU straight up, money line. I mean, as, I get it's at Stanford's away, but to be honest, nobody goes to Stanford games. Their student sections aren't very good. Um, and, yeah, I think we're going to win this game. Yeah, and I hope so because that would be now six of our last seven. And, you know, then we go to Sunday. We go at Cal. That's not that long of a road trip. Same state, luckily. I mean, who knows? That's on ESPNU. Look at us getting primetime games now, Kevin. You yeah. would Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Nope. Yeah, I mean, just really, really exciting stuff everywhere in Tempe right now. Yeah, everywhere you look, it seems as if we're just kind of growing and growing and getting better at everything. One thing that hasn't changed, still number one in innovation. That's true. And well, that, that's not going to change. No. I can tell you that for a fact. I can make predictions about football and basketball, but definitely for the foreseeable future, uh, we'll be number one in innovation. Yeah. And for all you who don't know, that's ahead of Stanford and MIT. Yeah. So. And, and we're playing Stanford. So. Coincidence? I, mean, I think not. Two wins in two days. So. Yeah. Easy. And on that note, I think we're going to cut it off for today. It's been great to you know talk with you guys again. Sorry for the long break, but uh, we'll be back on the regular now, and I hope you guys are ready for a fun March Madness. Hopefully, yeah. we're a part of it, and uh, you know, as baseball season comes around, you're going to hear a little bit more baseball. So everything's looking up. And the hockey season's coming to an end soon. Maybe I'm excited. Tournament burst for the hockey team. I think so. Oh, we're going to see those new jerseys yeah. finally. Oh, you know, so jiggle those keys. Yep, yep, yep. Go Devils and all that. Fear the fork. <laughs>